G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of this marketing thing. I'm super pumped for today's episode. Today I want to talk about something that's spoken about a lot, but do you really know how to do it? I'll see you guys on the other side. Have you ever stopped to wonder? How on earth do people like us that were raised to go get a job after school just to realise that being at the mercy of some big company isn't for us? For us, for us. Market and build our own businesses so we get to choose our own destinies? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. Join me as I discover, learn, and share the latest marketing secrets and strategies to help grow your online business. My name's Kyle Macker, and welcome to this marketing thing. Thing, thing, thing. So before I get started on today's content, I want to tell you guys a little bit of a story of what happened to us on the weekend. So Sunday morning, rolled out of bed, grabbed my drink bottle on the way through, have a big drink of water, then I go into the bathroom, I do my thing, I brush my teeth, then I come out into the living room and I do my morning routine. So I do some stretching, might do a plank, and then I do my breathing that I do. It's kind of like a meditation type thing. And then I will go and have a freezing cold shower. So I went and did that, and then after that was all done, my wife, Chloe, said to me, look, let's go out for breakfast. And I said, oh, absolutely, let's go. So we went off to our favorite restaurant, had a feed. It was great. It's always really good food there. It's fantastic. But as we were leaving, Chloe got really dizzy. It was all over the place. And I was like, whoa, what's going on? She started to feel really sick. I was like, holy dooly. So therefore, we come home and she was given this Chinese medicine stuff from her naturopath and it was absolutely amazing it like cured her sickness instantly it was absolutely fantastic so if you're interested in Chinese medicine and natural remedies to cure sickness get a hold of me at Kyle Macker show on Instagram and I'll let you know where you can get this stuff it's absolutely amazing So speaking about stories, today I want to talk about stories and storytelling and how you can use it in your marketing to sell more of your products and services. So the first question is, are you using stories in your marketing? If not, you should be because they're super, super powerful. In a day and age where human beings are the most less attentive things almost on the planet, I think we've got less attention span than a goldfish. How does Hollywood Keep us planted in our seats for hours. Well, it's storytelling. Any good movie has a good story behind it. Now, another really good example of this is if you go to like a business conference or business event, some guy will stand up on stage for two or three days and he'll start giving you a lot of tactical and principal stuff that you can use in your business once you finish the course. Now, I remember going to a business event once and a guy stood on stage for three days and he gave heaps of value, heaps of tactical and principal stuff that we could use. But the problem is when I got home, I couldn't remember a thing. I could only remember his like random stories about random things and I was like, that's so frustrating. I can only remember his stories that are useless to me. So therefore, I couldn't really implement it in my business. Now, the reason for this is because our brains are designed to listen to story. We've been sitting around campfires for thousands of years 
listening to other people's stories. So our brains are accustomed to hearing them and like to hear them. So they're a fantastic way to hold someone's attention. Now, not only are stories really beneficial for holding someone's attention, but they're really beneficial for amplifying value. Stories amplify value. An example for me is when my brother went to buy his old 303. Now, that's the old rifle that the Australian diggers used to use in World War I and World War II. And I remember when he went to purchase the rifle, I think it was about 350, 400 bucks in that old rifle. And he asked the armourer that was selling the rifle, he said, has this been to battle? And he sort of said, oh, I wouldn't have a clue, mate. I don't know. But imagine if he told a story about this rifle, how it fought in World War II and it fought in the Battle of Normandy and the digger passed away, unfortunately, and then it was returned home with his body and it was given to his family and then it was passed on to the armor. Imagine that story. That story would have amplified the value of that rifle. Instead of being worth $350-$400, it would have been worth a thousand. Now I just completely made up that story, but story amplifies value. Now I love telling stories. Ask any of my mates. I love it. I love telling the stories. I get my arms moving like they're moving right now. And I, <laughs> it's just, it comes quite naturally to me. Now, what I do notice is that some of my stories, until recently I started researching some of this stuff, is that they wouldn't hit. Some of them fell flat and I always wondered why. Now, stories can be quite detailed and intricate, like the movies they're quite detailed, those stories, and they've got a lot of moving parts. But there is some ingredients that hold true for any type of story. Now, the first one is characters. They make the story relatable. Without characters, you can't really see yourself as in that story. So characters are a main ingredient of a story. The next is the desire. What's the goal of the person in the story or the hero or another person? What's their goal? Next one is conflict. There's got to be conflict in a good story because without conflict, it fails to hold the listener or the reader in the story. And then lastly, resolution. Where there's conflict, there has to be some sort of resolution. So they're my main ingredients for a good story. Now, there's a lot of other different people that speak about different ingredients, but I think those are the ones that have to be in a story to make it a good story. So like every recipe, now we need a method. How do we bake this cake or how do we make this story? Now, the first thing you've got to have is define your core message or have a north star for your story where's your story going to go now i've got a mate bob and he's a lovely fella he's a big tall fella he's a little bit overweight he's a little bit scruffy looking he's a lovely lovely fella and he tells these stories that go on and on and on but the problem is is he loses people everyone's sort of looking around like when's this going to end therefore Without a core message, he just gets lost in all the detail. So you've got to make sure your story has a point. If there's no point, people won't listen. So you've got to have a point to the story. So now we've got all the ingredients together. We've got a point to the story. 
Now, from here, there's a few different ways you can go. There's a few different types of stories that you can tell. Now, the first one is a story about yourself. You see this a lot on social media, people telling their story about their ups and downs and their struggles with this particular problem, and they share their beliefs and their values. And the reason that's so powerful is people can look at those people and go, oh, I relate to that person. I'm similar to that person. They find similarities. Now, you've got to remember, I remember I did some episodes on the influence book that Robert B. Cialdani did, and in it, he talks about people are attracted to those people that are similar to them. And it's so true. I mean, we don't generally hang around people that have really far off views or beliefs than what we do. And you don't have to look any further than this than politics. You're probably not going to go to a barbecue if you're a full righty to a barbecue with a bunch of lefties. So people like what's similar to them. So if you're telling a personal story, it's really beneficial because what it does is it attracts the people that are similar to you and who you want to attract, but then it pushes the other people away. And sometimes that's just as powerful. You want to be pushing the people away that you don't want to do business with. So Telling a story about yourself is super powerful and it's super powerful if you have a personal brand for them to jump on your bandwagon. Now, the next type of story is a motivational story or a story that incites action. Now, we were sitting on the couch the other night and haven't watched this movie in ages and I said, why don't we put on that old movie, Remember the Titans? I love that movie. I think it was made in about 2000, 2001 or something like that. And in it, is a story that incites action. Now, what happened at the state championship, Rev, the main quarterback, broke his arm and Coach Boone is sweating, but he knows he needs a quarterback. Now, the second quarterback was Ronnie Bass and he was sunshine. I don't know if you remember, the guy with the long hair. And Coach Boone calls him over and this kid was just a little bit nervous that he couldn't do it as well as Rev. So Coach Boone told him a motivational story to inside action, to get up and step up. And it made him, he did an amazing job on the field. He killed it, but it motivated him to take that action. The story was the thing that gave him that punch to be able to make those throws and, and kill it on the field. And what was funny about that story is after he told it and Sunshine or Ronnie had run off onto the field, Coach Boone's assistant coach come over to him and said, I thought you only had eight siblings because in the story, Coach Boone had told him he had 12, but it made the story a little bit more inflated. He told a little bit of a white lie to incite a bit more motivation, but we're going to talk about that in a bit more in depth in just a minute. Now, the next type of story is an educational type story, using a story to get some education material across. Wouldn't it have been so much better in school if your teachers told you stories to educate you? Do you reckon you would have been able to execute more in a test if they told you stories to go along with education? Or even for that business event that I went to, imagine if he told us stories on business principles. I wouldn't have forgot anything and I would have remembered and been able to implement those a lot better. Now, they're not the only type of stories that can be told. There's lots of other different types as well. Now, the other one that sort of 
coming to mind is the Heroes 2 journey. Now, the Heroes 2 journey is a little bit more complex and it has a little bit more moving parts. And it was born out of, I think, Michael Haig's mind. And he was the guy who was a screenwriter in Hollywood for like 30 years. And he would be the guy that Hollywood would call, directors would call to make sure their movie was following the correct story to give the most emotional punch. But that sort of goes outside the scope of this podcast, and I think it'd get a little bit complicated to talk about the Heroes 2 journey, but it does have the main ingredients that we spoke about. Now, the last step to using stories to sell our products and services is we need a call to action. We need to tell our customers what to do next. Now, I mean, if you're telling your mates a story, then obviously there's no call to action. But when we're using in our marketing, yeah, we've got to have a call to action. We've got to tell them what to do next. Now, it doesn't have to be a big commitment. It could just be as simple as subscribe to our list or join our Facebook group. But we have to tell them what to do next. Now, what I want to leave you guys with is a simple little framework to tell stories. Now, I know some of you guys aren't that comfortable telling stories like I am, like I love telling stories, but what I thought I could do is leave you guys with something, a little framework, something that you could just hang your hat on to help a story to flow, and it's called ABT. Now, ABT stands for and, but, Therefore, now if you remember back, I told a story right at the start of the episode about Chloe feeling faint. I told another story about a business event that I went to, and then I told another story about my mate Bob, and that was all in the ABT format. So there was and, then a but, and then a therefore. Yeah, it's just a simple framework that you can use to tell a story. And what the and does is build a bit of a backstory. There's a background to the story. Then at the but, that's where the story starts to grip you because that's where the conflict is coming in. And then at the therefore, that's the resolution because if there's a but or a conflict, there has to be a resolution. And that's after the therefore. Now, you don't have to use those exact words, but it does just help you to think about those three things. And I think it's super effective. It's super easy to use. It, it was, it's funny. It actually came from South Park. Trey Parker explained in a documentary that he, this is how he would write the scripts for South Park and but therefore. And how engaging were those shows of South Park? I remember when I was in grade 10, I used to watch them like, because it followed that format of story in the and but therefore format. Now, there's just one last thing left to say about stories. And that is the old saying, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Now, should you tell the truth when you're telling stories? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Can you bend the truth a little bit? Sometimes you got to. Now, I hope you guys don't hate me, but the first story I told, it was a massive whopper. Chloe and I went for breakfast on Sunday. We got up, she didn't feel faint, and we walked down to the water, had a really nice walk. Now, I hope you guys don't hate me, but it was just to highlight the story of the and but therefore format 
followed up with a call to action to ask me about some random weird Chinese medicine that was going to help you if you felt sick. So anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode on storytelling, how you can use it and how you can tell a pretty effective story with some of the frame networks that we spoke about. Now, if you haven't got my big mini headline course, go over to headlinecourse.com. That's going to really help you to write better headlines so that people can hear your stories in your body copy and in your videos. So that's headlinecourse.com. Now, I'm going to start charging for this very soon, so get it before I start to. Don't forget to subscribe, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, see you later.